0: Welcome to Mystery Size and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast.
0: And we are chugging our way along through uh, through Riverdale. We got twists, we got turns, we got a uh, very confusing stuff and retcons and
1: yeah, and so not many things,
0: establishing things.
1: <laughs> so I will say this is the episode that made me go, "How many episodes are there this season?" And the answer is. <laughs> There is no answer. There are some websites that say 11, because that's how many are currently on IMDb slash Netflix, which cannot possibly be true. No. Because there's also a musical episode coming. And there's no way one of the next two episodes has a musical.
0: Right. <laughs> well, I mean, they've, they've thrown them in at weirder times.
1: I've read summaries of them. Okay. Um, there's also some websites that say 19, because that's how many of the past two seasons had. Although we should remember yeah. they were both messed up by COVID, so... And yeah. then there are other websites that say 22. If we have 22 episodes, 13 more episodes of this, my brain might break. Because they're it doing really what Riverdale feel- does, where they're like, oh, this storyline's over.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, they're wrapping up storylines, presumably to bring them back at the end of the... They're going to do some storylines for the beginning. They have a, a different middle. And then they're going to have go back to that one for the end.
1: Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, you thought it was done? <laughs> and, and <laughs> that one was a of them- trick
0: one of them for this episode was extremely set up for that. Do you mm-hmm, agree?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Very much that one is going to come back. And I'm done with that way. one.
1: I don't need more of it. <laughs> I didn't need the amount I got.
0: I don't care anymore. I barely I'm not interested.
1: I barely cared before cuz they didn't do much with it.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, 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 well. Well, well, uh, well. Let's do something with this. (laughs) Because this is Riverdale, Season 6, Episode 9, The Serpent Queen's Gambit. The Serpent Queen's Gambit. Okay, so I say this every time that we have like a title, and then we talk about the title in the episode. That hmm. I don't want to do that, and yet we do that.
1: It's so hard um, not to.
0: Yeah, so this title is obviously a joke or a, a reference to the Queen's Gambit, very popular Netflix show, very about chess and about that. Um, so and well, they, sh-
1: shouldn't people be making like moves and parries and counter moves in I, this episode?
0: I think very specifically, the Serpent Queen, Tony Topaz, should, but she has no. Agency. She, has, she, she makes no active things in this. Things happen to her and she reacts.
1: Yeah, but she, which, she makes no uh, gambit.
0: Yeah, and no point is there a gambit. So. I mean, I guess
1: I know what the gambit they're referring to is, but that's just her being backed into a corner and being like, well, I guess i got to kick my way out of this corner.
0: Yeah, it's not really a gambit. Well, no, she's to- she's given an offer by a person and she goes, yeah, okay, I guess that's the one we do. Well, that's the only thing we can do, I suppose. Yeah. Well, uh, we begin, it's, it, it, it all put me so much that we're, that we're not getting Jughead talking at all in this episode. At all. because yeah, there's, Arch- there's no
1: voiceover, and there's no thought over.
0: Yeah. We just have Archie returned from a run, and he finds that Percival Pickens is hanging out in his house.
1: Can I nitpick about the fact that his house is completely rebuilt?
0: Sure. So, well, is, so is Pop's diner. Like, everything is just fine.
1: Yeah, everything's fine. The last time yeah. we saw it, he was still falling through holes in the ceiling, and dogs were kicking men out of windows, but I'll give fine. him there's,
0: there's a potential thing that there was a large skip last episode because Betty was was running away. Yeah, so I'll give him potentially that. Uh, But Percival Pickens is there. He's talking with Frank and Percival Pickens is doing what Percival does, which is just nonsense.
1: Yeah, so when we were concerned before, we were like, how does Alice have so much power on this council? Don't worry, guys. Percival has got to Frank as well. (laughs) And Percival yep. has decided that, with the uh, approval of the council, Fred and Alice, he's going to yeah. run a one-man census,
0: a town-wide census. Hey, Kevin, you've he... done a census. I mean, <laughs> can one Dale man is a do it himself
1: t- in three days?
0: It is isn't a Riverdale where the town is small and big.
1: <laughs> fair, fair. This
0: There's is concerning,
1: though, to the audience. No, he has to.
0: Yeah, well, because as he's very aggressively alludes <laughs> to Archie he's like I'll just go face to face door to door every <laughs> single one of my neighbors and he's going to only ask two questions How long have you lived in Riverdale? And what problems are of most concern to you right now? And of course, because it's Percival and he has the ability to mind control people, he's going to make him say whatever he wants it to be.
1: whatever his pet issue is, that's what's going to come up in the census.
0: I I do enjoy Percival and the idea that he's just someone there essentially. And here's what I think, though, uh, um, (laughs) that he's just like, poking the town to figure out who has powers. But the the issue I have with it is that he also seems obsessed with putting himself in authority positions Mm -hmm. that it feels like he doesn't need to do because he can mind control people.
1: Yeah, he does not need to be in charge of things because he's already in charge of things with his
0: mind control. And it seems like it would be better for him to be in a position where he he doesn't seem like he's because he's always like around he's now a police deputy so he like goes with the police deputy to do things and he like he's always around he's t- yeah he's too the problem is they're not doing a very great job with his mind control stuff because they also take away a lot of stakes with the mind control which we'll figure out mm-hmm. as this goes along But for his now, wheelings
1: and dealings don't matter he doesn't need to wheel and deal he can just trick yeah with his brain
0: now, Frank obviously thinks that Percival's pretty dang cool and Archie so. is so biased
1: because <laughs> yeah. Archie I't Frank, why do you think Archie is biased against Percival? I know it's because Percival told you he was, but
0: well i i I think also it's he can sort of imagine that's like, well, my whole mini house plan didn't go through, and Percival's plan worked, so you know maybe that's why he's biased. Uh, we're going to head over to uh, Britta and Abigail, who are hanging out, I guess, at Thomasina's grave.
1: And I can only believe what we discussed last week that the worlds are combining because there is no way that no human being has ever recognized that massive grave to Thomasina Topaz on the Blossom property. Well, it's
0: also weird that she's buried on the Blossom property if she is like Tony's ancestor and, and Thomas's also- aunt
1: and also runaway convict
0: yeah so uh we get a we, uh, my favorite part of the scene is Britta trying to drug Abigail again just be like hey well why did you go back to the house and I have some tea for you? like Britta you gotta stop with the drugging
1: I know it's the only thing you've learned living in this house but Britta it's time to learn new lessons this episode
0: but it's time to hear what is Abigail's specific plan for the near future which is that she's going to Put Thomasina
1: into Tony's body.
0: Yes. And
1: then together they'll kill Fangs. Fangs.
0: A unrela- just, <laughs> just completely a unrelated man. So it's funny with her being like, well, it can't just be Tony. I definitely needs to be Thomasina. But I can take revenge on all the descendants of the people. Like she's able to, in her head, separate Thomasina from Tony, but not able to separate. Fangs from Fen or any of the other ones from their ancestors.
1: The thing is, Fen cannot possibly be Fangs' ancestor because that warlock died before he had time
0: to reproduce. Well, and also, like, I need to put out that in this episode, which has a lot of serpent stuff go on, they say that Fangs was raised a serpent, which actually is not, that's a little bit of a retcon. Originally, when he was introduced, he was like just joined the Serpents, but I guess he could have still been
1: Yeah, cuz you know what? at that time children were not in the gang. Children like became a part of the gang when they become old enough.
0: Yeah. But like because we know the gang is also a the, community like... service group. Yeah. Well, al- well also there are like a, like they're they're descended from the natives in the area. Mm-hmm. It's weird that like how did how did the whole Fen thing happen then? Like how did how could that how did that lo- how did those lines connect?
1: Yeah, how did they converge? Are you is this show implying that only indigenous people can be witches and warlocks, except for Cheryl and Abigail and Sabrina?
0: <laughs> well, I think because sorry, the amount of uh, exceptions you just came up with, no.
1: But like, it is a weird thing. If you uh, if you take that. If you take that into account, they're saying things about Indigenous people that they don't mean to, which is an ongoing <laughs> trend with the show. Well, ex-
0: except for the Serpents, specifically aren't magical; they're just a gang, kind of.
1: Maybe impossible to say.
0: So she's angry. Uh, we head on to another storyline, which we you gotta have the one that's totally different than every, than everyone else. And in this case, Reggie's dad's feeling better.
1: And he's ready to have some fun, so maybe yeah. he should come visit their awesome illegal casino. Well,
0: it's not illegal anymore.
1: Oh, yeah, but no, it's legal, but also illegal.
0: It's weird. <laughs> no, So he wants to feel like a big shot, you know? He, that's, that's, what, that's what Mr. Mantle likes. Can't remember his first name, so I'm just gonna call him <laughs> Mr. Mantle. Yeah, I
1: called him Daddy Mantle through most of this, because I, yeah. too, cannot remember his name.
0: Uh, was like, But he, he leaves so much of this to the wrong. I don't know what Reggie's job is, but he's like all right veronica you do this i'm going to duck out
1: kevin can you truly or... imagine that veronica would allow him to have any power in their casino
0: no he sits under he sits, he sits under, under a, a portrait
1: f- of her father and her and looks <laughs> handsome like there's no way he gives her she gives him actual jobs veronica is a yeah. control freak
0: yeah yeah all right so the census has been completed so this is sometime <laughs> later well either that or he just lied about it because of course Percival would. No, but Kevin, what, he
1: has to do the sentence, sentence so he can brainwash everyone.
0: I guess that's true. Uh, but the census, what, what are people worried about, Aaron?
1: Well, in a shocking turn of events, they're worried about gang warfare. Because Tony yeah. did turn the serpents back into a gang, from what they were not.
0: And, and then, so, Tony, who once again is on the council, so I turned to her like, can you speak on this? And her the sequence of a, of words she says there is effectively, there is no war. However, we are negotiating a ceasefire. I'm like Tony, Tony, if you're negotiating a ceasefire, that implies there was a war.
1: <laughs> and Tony, maybe and the to Serpents didn't have to be a gang. They were doing quite well as
0: truckers. And and also, like to be fair, we have not seen much of a war. Honestly, that's true. Like the ghoulies blew up archie's house at hiram's request and then made a lot of weird insinuations that like hiram's paying us so we're going to keep doing this at this point everyone knows hiram's dead yeah so and the ghoulies Ar- have
1: no reason to do anything
0: yeah and then archie well archie did beat some of them up that's la- true later later what when uh, tony's asked what what caused uh this aggression from the ghoulies and man i, did, I really hope she would give a lore dump of mm. like the history of the ghoulies because I can't remember why they hate each other other than the fact that they are two gangs in the same city
1: Um, well they showed up in season three
0: well were they gargoyle or no, no the sorry they showed was... up in
1: season two and they were mad because FP flipped on they were related to Penny Peabody somehow
0: well I thought I thought of evil. joined them.
1: She did when she got kicked out of the serpents.
0: Because Malachi is the actual ghoulies guy.
1: Well, he was the child ghoulie leader. Maybe there was an adult too. They no, did a street no, no, race the, once.
0: I'm pretty sure he was the adult one. The child one was the guy who joined the gargoyles eventually. The dr- the cook, the drug dealer. That wasn't right. Malachi. That was some other dude.
1: Malachi did disappear yeah, after you,
0: he joined the League of Stupid Evil. We never saw him again. Yeah, I know he No, he's gone. So I thought Uh, what
1: happened is that the ghoulies were also another gang that was dealing drugs and the serpents didn't like it. So they did a street race and then Archie called the police and then all the ghoulies went to jail and thought the serpents were narcs. I thought that's why they were in a war.
0: No, I thought it was because I thought that race was just between Archie and the serpents. I thought the ghoulies weren't involved in that at all.
1: No, the ghoulies were the ones who went to jail.
0: I thought thought some of the serpents went to jail. That's why they were mad at Archie, because Archie... No, they were mad at
1: Archie because he made the serpents look weak by involving involving the police.
0: But Archie didn't become a serpent until season three.
1: Yeah, but because he was racing them. Like, he flipped. He, like, got himself involved in gang warfare.
0: This So, really...
1: No, Kevin, 100%, it's because Archie called the police. And it was not a race between the serpents, because Malachi was there. Hmm. It was a race with ghoulies. And they didn't race cars until the ghoulies came around. (laughs) They had motorcycles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what Tony will say when this actually comes up is she'll only refer to the most recent one, which is that, well, the ghoulies blew up Archie's house and Archie went crazy on them. And so now they're angry at me. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, no, how this really started, let's be real, they did blow up Archie's house, but really this started was because the ghoulies didn't respect
0: the serpents. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying what Tony says. That yeah. is Tony's explanation. So uh, after the this whole talk about like, oh, serpents, they do, they do ask Tony, have you considered disbanding the serpents? And we're
1: not going to discuss that right no. now because no, just... instead, Kevin... Apparently, a pair, I guess this is because Tony has been in discussions with Twyla, the thruple, ex-thruple, mm-hmm. of Tony and Fangs and Kevin have decided it's safe for Kevin to bring baby Anthony back to Tony's house.
0: This is wildly unclear, and part of the problem I have with the way that they are doing Percival's mind control, because considering what happens later, I thought this was like potentially part of Percival's plan. To like return at baby Anthony into the yeah. danger area so that people will get angry at Tony. I don't know. I it's, don't know. But, but like Kevin does have legitimate concerns.
1: Yeah, he's worried about the baby being raised in the gang culture. Because it as 100% he be. is. Because and when, to, and, well, when they, they decided just, to have a child, the child was going to be raised by a guidance counselor, a teacher, and a trucker. No gang yeah. involved when they decided to have a child.
0: Yeah, and and not only that, this is the, the whole gang involvement thing is the entire reason he took baby Anthony in the first place. This entire episode, they act like totally Tony totally be constantly appalled that anybody is like concerned for baby Anthony's safety because she's like, well, of course she's safe. Why wouldn't he be safe with me? Like you specifically had sent him, him away to, sent him away for this reason like you were concerned about his safety too in this scene kevin's like i'm concerned about his safety and tony's face is you're concerned about his safety i'm just so
1: infuriated by this because just a year ago the serpents weren't a gang like she actively decided to make them a gang again and she didn't need to do that and, the town and then, was fine without them being a gang. They could have all banded together as truckers and run the ghoulies out of town along with Hiram. They don't need to be a
0: gang. Well, this and this specific episode, they are potentially the most gang-like they have been the entire series. hmm Like, because any other time they did anything that's really gang-like, they always had to be like, oh, no, that was just tall boy. That was Acting just an outlier. Oh, but this one, like, it's wild. Yeah. Uh so we we, every so often we're gonna cut over to the casino where Mr. Mantle's just sort of like Doing casino time. things. <laughs> just imagine that's happening every so often.
1: <laughs> so um our characters, for the first time ever, are like three steps behind us. Archie yeah. and Betty and Jughead meet to be like, do you think
0: Percival's up to something? <laughs> Which I thought they knew. And then this weird part happens where Jughead's like, I did research and I found out that some people believe that there's actual like extrasensory perception and the mind control could be real. I'm like, guys, you have legitimate superpowers. We don't need you to justify Percival having mind control. Well, and they like, try
1: to be like, oh, the power of persuasion. Could that be a thing? And I'm like, didn't we discuss that? You,
0: you have, you can read minds. You can see auras. You are invulnerable. We are way past, is that a thing? Like, it's clearly a thing. And especially, they should be especially weirded out by the fact that he appeared when their powers appeared. Like, they should be drawing a link between those.
1: And, like, we all, they already have discussed the fact that he talked to Jughead in his mind, and he knew Jughead was reading his mind. Like, this is not news.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so... They're being a little bit slow, and now they have to discuss what they're going to do. And I like we- how they're like, can't the FBI
1: just full- throw him in jail?
0: And everybody's like, no, he has to, like, do something. You can't just do that. What you're talking about is authoritarianism.
1: And then they're like, well, Archie, you're invulnerable. Just beat him up. And then they're like, wait a second. We put Hiram in jail, and we beat him up, and that didn't stop him. The- we need to do better with this guy.
0: I love that they don't follow this along to its what I... What, what it from what they're implying is a natural conclusion, which is, Oh, we just kill him mm-hmm. now. Obviously, they're not going to go that way because they are the good guys. But their sequence of events of being like, Put him in jail, beating him up, it doesn't work. It didn't solve Hiram. Nobody asks, How did we stop Hiram?
1: Oh, well, Veronica he's dead. Did.
0: Well, he's dead.
1: <laughs> oh, I uh, know. And Archie thinks this has something to do with their powers, kind of, but he doesn't he doesn't make the connection that Percival is related to their powers, he thinks they yeah. got their powers to stop Percival
0: which yeah, is like, yeah.
1: kind of correct, but come on Archie, me- just take the next me- step
0: remember for a while it seemed like they were kind of pushy, pushing Archie towards like, oh is he going mad with the power of his powers, cause like the whole thing where he beat up Glenn like that's yeah. not, like him beating up Glenn was not a good thing no. Right?
1: No, it wasn't really a thing that the good guy does.
0: Well, because cuz like it's it it could be portrayed, but like it didn't feel like they portrayed it that way. I think the show
1: doesn't really understand tone though. Like sometimes they don't understand how they're presenting their characters' actions to us.
0: Yeah. So it well. it
1: seemed like they were like, "Oh, Archie's turning dark." But they may have thought that they were doing, "Oh, Archie's defending Betty."
0: So they're um uh they're asking, we're going to get some friends. We're going to get some people to stand against him. Which it's, once again, you got a guy, you're got just a guy with mind control. That's not fantastic.
1: I do, I do have a question. And yeah. you probably can't answer this now. And I'm sure the show might answer it. Yeah. And my question is, why isn't Percival trying to brainwash any of the main characters? Like, my, obviously, I, he knows that Archie and Betty and Jughead have powers, but he doesn't try with Tabitha at all. He doesn't try with Abigail, really. He doesn't try with Veronica, he doesn't try with Reggie.
0: In a good show, I would be thinking that there is an additional layer to his powers we do not know. Either they don't work on everyone mm-hmm. or there is some there is actually something he has to do to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like notably when he talked to like maybe he ha- maybe his mind control stuff is based on what he like has to do to someone. Like he, he I'm pretty sure he was drinking like tea with Alice. So maybe mm. maybe it's gonna reveal something that he doesn't even have mind control powers. He's just drugging everybody, which would be Maybe because
1: he weird. was drinking beer or something with uh, Frank.
0: Yeah. So I mean it'd be it's weirder when you imagine that he also made the entire like
1: town uh, drink something during the census.
0: Which it, potentially he's like, hey can I come in? He's, yeah. He seems very like even without his powers, he seems very charismatic. Uh So that is what uh, that's what I'm thinking potentially going towards or there's just another layer to it. You
1: could kind of argue it because like, you know, he never actually gets to meet with Cheryl Abigail. But Mm. like Cheryl's not in her own mind. Maybe there's no room for him to persuade because there's already two two minds in there. And Tabitha did bless Pop Tate's and drink holy water. So maybe she is immune. What was that in the other world? Yeah, but Kevin, so many things from the other world are in this world.
0: uh, Um, I can't
1: explain the Veronica thing other than that she belongs to Mr. (laughs) Cypher. And I can't explain Tony slash Fangs.
0: Yeah. Um, Anyway. part Part of me is thinking is that it's just him what he's doing his whole thing where he's just causing rockets to figure out who has powers. Like maybe his ability won't work on people who have powers. So he doesn't want to try on someone who he doesn't know if they have powers or Mm not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's playing, he's playing things very, very cautiously. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) So after their whole talk about Percival, they, they, and their decision they need to make friends, they make the weirdest first decision.
1: The first person they're going to go visit is the person who, as far as they know, is furious at them and separated from their yeah. city.
0: <laughs> They're so gonna they go, go see Cheryl. See... Yeah, now, now she brings up the whole burning thing, which we, we've we gone over, it's very confusing because how could she both have Tabitha, it doesn't matter. Now, I, my first on the scene is, why isn't Jughead reading her mind?
1: Yeah, it seems like sometimes he does it by accident.
0: Well, it, I I think, here's what I think it is. I think he can, he can read surface thoughts unless if he really tries. Right. So he can hear her because he hears the first things, she, he hears her exact surface thoughts, which is what she's about to say. Mm-hmm. It's just so wild to me. And I guess maybe this is supposed to be like, I mean, it, I know what it is. It's because it has to be dramatically. But I guess you could say it's Jughead being polite, not to just. You know, investigate it, her mind.
1: It is probably Jughead. Probably super has to train himself to only listen to the thoughts that people are about to say, so he can actually respond appropriately, as opposed to listening to the things they say under that. Like it's probably very hard for him, so he probably does have yeah. to like. I focus.
0: I think I, I think it's the opposite. I think he has. I think he can hear those ones quite well because he accidentally heard Tabitha's very instant thought of "Did I leave the the oven on?" Mm-hmm. But he had to try really really hard to get anywhere deeper into Percival.
1: Sorry, what I mean is like, um, you know when you're in a loud room and you want to just focus on what the person in front of you is saying? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. And especially because he's in the room with a bunch of people. I think it's unfortunate. I think they should just have Jughead not be in the scene for one reason or another. He's busy
1: dealing with something else. Like, maybe they go to Cheryl and he goes to a different friend.
0: Yeah, and yes, we probably would be like, oh well bring Jughead along but at least then when later he goes to do it it makes sense he didn't do it the first time
1: Yeah, um, anyway, maybe so, only uh, Betty's there anyway
0: <laughs> Yeah. so after all this is done uh, Abigail is very angry at them and she has her current plan which is I'm gonna poison them with scones
1: and Britta's like oh no <laughs> uh, yeah But we can't dwell on that nonsense because the queen of the ghoulies, Twilight Twist, is going to shoot up Pop-Tates.
0: With a Tommy gun. This is a hilarious escalation in violence. It truly is. Like, I know they did firebomb Pops, but there was no one in there, I think, when they firebombed it.
1: Yeah, they waited until it was closed.
0: But this is full on. People are around and Twilight Twist just drives by with a Tommy gun and just... Shoots up the place, and we have never seen any gang or person in Riverdale do anything like close to the aggressive violence. Like we've had, you know, obviously Hiram tried to kill people. He set a bomb, but there's something like this scene seems so out of place. (laughs)
1: Look, no one has done anything like this since the time that Hiram tried to leave the mafia, and then the mafia shot his
0: dad. There was that. Now, I. I'm curious, Aaron, yes. if you got confused by the next scene when, when Tabitha it immediately calls, goes to
1: Tabitha calling Tony. Yeah, and she's
0: and she's like, "Hey, we got a problem," and, and they're shooting this through a bullet hole in the window. So I'm like, "Oh." Tabitha is weirdly calmly calling Tony to let her know what the ghoulies.
1: But no, they already talked about that off camera. Instead, Tabitha has got word that there's going to be an emergency council meeting and they didn't invite Tony, but she has to come because they're going to kick Tony off the council.
0: Yeah. When when she said, like, oh, no, it's not the ghoulies. I'm like, oh, was that not Twyla? Was, was that not like the her, ghoulies? But, Did somebody else? No, it was her. They just dealt with that already. Weird.
1: Um, uh, Tabitha will also reveal something that we didn't need clarified for us this is Percival's idea
0: oh uh, well, I mean yes always. I, I, I would like it better if people didn't know everything is Percival's idea like the fact that he is constantly standing up and being like here's what I think I'm like no you get other people to do it for you because exactly. then you have plausible deniability when all these people are like look what Percival's doing
1: You've made it way too dumb for these 25-year-olds. You've made it way too easy for these dumb 25-year-olds to be like, well, he's the bad guy. That's our supervillain.
0: Yeah. If he was like, I did nothing. I've never done anything. I'm not. I'm just a guy in town. It's the people
1: in the town who are asking for these things. Didn't you hear Joe Smo? He said that he wanted Tabitha off the council.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the trio heads off to Veronica because she is supposed to be part of the, the group. show. Yeah. But- <laughs> And they learned that, uh, they learned all the stuff that she knew. Percival doesn't exist. He made a guy kill himself somehow. Uh,
1: Also, he didn't come to talk to her at all. Did not try to interview her. No part of the census.
0: No, no. He does does not want to interact with her in any way.
1: Veronica will not continue to be a part of the same TV show as the rest of the characters, but this was a nice reminder (laughs) that they once knew each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, so at the meeting, Percival is, is going to grandstand. Yep, and then we get Tony to give her speech, and the problem with her speech so, is she so talks Perci- about
1: all of the character elements that are not her being a serpent. Everything well, about her that is not her being a serpent.
0: She yeah. So Percival's entire thing, he's like, "Hey, she is the leader of this of a gang," and Tony's like, "Yeah." Tony's like. I'm a graduate of of university, of college. I am a small, she uses so many buzzwords. I am a small business owner and I'm a guidance counselor to school. I care about Riverdale, my cool. None of that is related. None of that has addressed the fact that you are all those things and also the leader of a gang.
1: I mean, I think the argument I would make is that F.P. Jones was arguably the best sheriff Riverdale has ever had and was the leader of the serpents. He proves yeah. the serpents enrich Riverdale. The serpents have worked in service of Riverdale. The serpents have been deputized before. The serpents are a community service group that uplifts the town <laughs> and is a key but, part of the town's history. They are the Uctana. They were here before the rest of you. That's the, the argument is that Tony, I would make.
0: The problem is that for this episode, Tony really does want the serpents to be a gang.
1: Yeah, it makes like, no sense. And,
0: and this episode is really setting up the serpents as very much a gang. So like none of her stuff addresses that. Also, this I just was really thinking this moment: none of you were elected.
1: Yeah, you exactly. Were just,
0: you were just appointed by Archie in the town charter.
1: <laughs> so that also <laughs> means I think the only person who can remove them is Archie,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the true king of Riverdale.
1: <laughs> Truly, what did he win in Riverdale? He was the oh, spirit I, of Riverdale. He ate that pie.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so. We we get this summarized afterwards when the when the trio I'm just calling Archie Betty and Jughead the trio yeah when they arrive after the meeting they learn that yeah Tony was voted off for the council it was unanimous except, except, for, except Tabitha. for Tabitha because for some reason also he's not manipulating Tabitha and
1: he's not even trying he has yeah. never spoken to her
0: yeah uh, but while this is going on
1: poor Jack. Mantle.
0: yeah. He's, he's down he, he's down seven grand and, Ver, and Veronica goes to see him.
1: And he responds the way a gambler would when she's like, so how you doing? And he's like, can I borrow $5,000? Five, $5, and she's like, um, maybe you could just stop gambling for a little bit. And he's like, absolutely not. What? You're going to throw me out of my son's club? You're, this is very you're gonna good. Em-
0: you're going to embarrass me in front of all my friends? Like, yeah, yeah. good good fine stuff not related to anything else is going on because the next scene is abigail bringing everyone in school a poison scone and i have to point out aaron they're all still teachers at that school including betty goddamn this is cooper
1: frankly astonishing she is leading her own fbi cell in riverdale and she is still teaching shop Does Veronica still teach there kevin
0: they sh- if it demands plot Betty should have just been there. Visiting, she, uh, visiting her boyfriend. Honestly, that is fine with me. But they have her fully in her shop, shop outfit. outfit. And she's teaching shop. And so Abigail's holding out the scones. And,
1: and thank goodness for Betty's superpower, I guess. Because she not only sees Abigail's aura, she knows what it stands for. Oh poisoning. yeah, no. I,
0: I, I think she just makes the full assumption there that a very <laughs> logical. You have a basket full of scones for us people you hate. You gonna poison us? You gonna poison <laughs> us? My, um, I love the Abigail's reaction. Is just. Ugh.
1: <laughs> she rolls her eyes
0: and stomps out. Now let's get a the, let's get a sequence of assumptions here that thank God they are correct on because Betty goes running to Archie, and he is he has consumed. Assumed the entire oh, scone. He
1: hoovered that scone because he was excited to get it. Kevin, his face lit with
0: joy when Cheryl gave him that poison scone. And and they make a bold assumption where he's and, like, "But I'm invulnerable."
1: Yeah, not just and his like, outsides, also his insides.
0: Well, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I if I was like like impenetrable to like nails and stuff like that, I would also be like, but it's my does my like does my system still need to work can I get sick is my like, stomach
1: invulnerable will I absorb things and then the argument is if he's not absorbing poison how does he absorb the nutrients he needs to live
0: yeah I would not I would not make the assumption I I, I assume it's proven correct I assume yeah. the superpower is able to dictate this is harmful to you this is not harmful to you and it's able to do that. It's like Betty seeing auras. (laughs) Yeah, but Jughead had a little bit of the scone so they just make him throw up so that he'll get it out. And he will also end
1: up being fine. He swallows a lot of salt water. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Now we got to check in with Tony.
1: So Tony asks, Tony and Fangs are having dinner and she will ask him a truly insane question based on what has been the basis of the serpents for the past six years.
0: Based on what we, yeah, based on what we've seen with our eyes.
1: Yeah, well we've seen it with our eyes and heard it with our ears. She says, Thanks. do you think maybe the serpents should rebrand and become a political activist group instead of a gang? Which I know is a triggering question. And I'm what like, did... what did you think they were? <laughs> well,
0: they... she thought they were a gang.
1: But we've been saying that they're okay, we say well, they're a community service group. No, no, no we, but... we've
0: been saying it the entire time because it's absolutely true. Because they've given like They give so they've... much back to the town. Yeah, they like the and th- except for, like, the first season where they, where you had, like, FP being paid by Hiram to, like, mess up the...
1: Oh, the drive-in.
0: But, like, other than that, they've historically not been super...
1: They have been politically centered, and...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, now Fangs is, like... Fangs is not on board with this. you will be handing the town over the ghoulies, and then Tony's like, well, if we call the FBI in, you want the FBI to fight the battles for us? This is why, when, when... When we first learned about this Council of Four That Tony's problem Would be a conflict of allegiances
1: Yeah, yeah It's not like when uh, FP was the sheriff And the leader of the
0: gang (laughs) Because he he was specifically using the gang To like keep order in the town Yeah (laughs) Um, And the thing is like So he's like the serpents aren't gonna go for it Which made me think What do the serpents want?
1: Because my understanding from what Sweet Pea told us was the serpents were thrilled to have continuous employment as truckers and be off the streets as a gang. Like I thought the serpents were happy when they stopped being a gang based on what the show told my ears.
0: Now, unfortunately, we don't have time to delve into this anymore because suddenly Riverdale has so many cops.
1: There's too many cops in the scene. There's like, like eight.
0: But, yeah, the doors bust open, and once again, Kevin seems to be leading this raid, which is which insane he's not qualified if, to do. if you have that many other cops, surely it's like it's like Betty and the whole FBI. Surely some of them are more experienced than, or maybe Percival went around after he became deputy. It was like. Hey, you want to be a cop? Hey, you want to be a cop? Hey, you want to be a cop? So they're looking around because they heard there's illegal weaponry. And Tony's like, that's ridiculous. We're guidance counselors and truck drivers. Well, I'm like, no, you're also gang members because then they search and they find so many weapons.
1: No, I'm not going to lie. I actually thought those weapons were planted by Percival because they're so bad at being a gang.
0: I thought there was a chance they were they they were as well. I was just feel bad cuz like this is clearly Kevin being manipulated ag- again <laughs> in the show, but all, all the things he's doing do seem realistic for his character to do like in a way that he doesn't want to. like he's like oh I'm so I'm so sad that I have to do these things, but for me as a character it makes sense. But we're but we're always couched in the idea that we know Percival's manipulating him.
1: That's the thing. It's so frustrating. So the drugs are, or the drugs, the guns are found. Kevin's like, well, I gotta go check on the baby. And Fangs full stop attacks him. Yeah. And so then Fangs is arrested and we will Um, find out that these guns were not planted by Percival. Fangs has them because after Tony tried to be reasonable with Twyla, Twyla went behind her back to her boyfriend
0: and said, hey, let's rumble.
1: And Fangs was like, well, "Well, we got to rumble, I guess.
0: The th- like it's very unclear in this scene also if Tony's upset that there were guns in their house or there were guns in general. And if yeah. she's upset that there are guns in general, I cannot stress enough, Tony, you are in a gang.
1: And you made it into a gang. You made a group of like, people who were very happy being truckers back yeah. into a gang. You got,
0: really, you got real mad that that one ghoulie said, hey, the serpents have been... Uh, Soft. Newt, yeah, they've been soft, and you, now you have now you have a kid, and now you have this that you decided to pull all the serpents back, and start a gang again, and now you're upset that there's a gang.
1: I cannot believe that a guidance counselor would take that many disenfranchised people away from lucrative
0: employment. It's really rough that she's a guidance counselor as well, and she's supposed to be like the the fact that she is supposed to be held up as very, like socially aware and very.
1: Well, and I think I think we're supposed to root for her as, like, a person in a tough situation trying to do good, except that she's actively not trying to do good.
0: Yeah, we saw that she kind of messed up the situation.
1: It was fine before she started doing
0: this. All right, so we head over to uh, Veronica and Reggie, and they talk a little bit about Mr. Mantle. And, and Reggie gets upset because she's like, hey!
1: So when your dad, dad. got into debt with my dad, how? Gambling?
0: So I guess Mr. Mendel has a gambling problem. Also, I didn't realize that at the time Hiram had any gambling stuff going on. I assumed it was just a loan.
1: <laughs> well, Reggie also believes it was just a loan.
0: Yeah, but Veronica. Okay, here's our problem with this scene specifically, and Veronica's entire thing this episode. Remember last episode where Veronica's like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna be Veronica Lodge, and I'm mm. gonna be I'm gonna be the bad person." We cut to the immediate next episode of Veronica's like, I'm worried that your dad has a gambling problem in my casino. And I'm like, so we're not doing Veronica's falling into her father's darkness well, thing anymore?
1: In a show that was not Riverdale... There would be, like, we would explore, like, the, um, the complexities of this because, A, family relations are complex. So, Reggie does not want to admit that his dad has a gambling problem. Yeah. But, B, last episode, Frank made the argument that places like this are bad for people who are broken. And I would argue mm-hmm. that Daddy Mantle is broken. I mean, he just had a heart attack. He has been abusive for years. He had a... Very challenging time with his business. Like, he's exactly the type of person who falls into gambling problems. And so, Veronica to, to like reconcile the fact that what Frank said is like driven home yeah. by someone she knows is like an interesting storyline to explore. Yeah. But instead, I, these are like 30 second scenes interspersed between nonsense.
0: Well, I would also say it's a very interesting scene. It'll be a very interesting scene to explore three episodes from now. Yeah. After we see Veronica actually, like,
1: be successful fall into being her, bad.
0: Yeah, instead, we immediately go from her being, I'm going to be bad, to being like, but actually, I am the good person in this scene. Reggie's doing fine. Reggie's entire arc in this episode is freaking awesome. amazing. It's great. And I don't want to talk to Veronica anymore. I just want to see more Reggie. Uh, so we, we check over with Abigail, who's fairly upset that the trio is still alive.
1: And Britta's like, do you think that maybe since you can't kill them, you should just stop trying to kill them?
0: He's like, no, I'll try again later.
1: We also first... find find out that for her incantation thing that she's going to do during the Blood Moon to put Thomasina's spirit into Tony, Tony, she needs a body.
0: Which is weird because that's not what they needed to put Abigail into.
1: And if they like, she seems to think that she needs like... Jughead or Betty or Archie's body, but she's not putting Thomasina th- into just, their bodies.
0: I think she just wants one of their bodies because she's like, I'm going to, she actually says that earlier, she's like, well, I guess I'll kill them. I mean, I need a body anyways, and I want to kill them. It's just a happy marriage there.
1: So, but she's not putting Thomasina into one of their bodies. Like, their bodies are not becoming the vessel, right?
0: Here, okay, we will never get any more clarification on this. Here's the assumption that I made. Which is she's going to put Thomasina, because the blood moon is coming, it's the best time for resurrection. She's going to put Thomasina into one of their bodies temporarily, just like how she was temporarily in Britta's body. Okay. And then shunt her into Tony's body when they get the chance.
1: But then why does she have to go and get Tony's blood, like, right after the scene? Aaron. the magic is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> um, so... Speaking of people who don't understand, the trio tries to figure out why Abigail tried to murder them. And they yeah. make actually a pretty logical leap, which is, did Percival make her do that?
0: That makes an entire sense. Like this, that, a, this that's that's reasonable. This is a great way of marrying their storylines, because they're cause they are worried about Percival. They were almost killed. Like, oh well oh what well, we gotta do, because you can't read Percival's mind, Jughead, because he can apparently sense it. But You could read Cheryl's mind. Now, once again, I would have done this the first time just because I would always read Cheryl's mind. I always (laughs) need to know what's going on. What's going on in the mind of Cheryl? Like, maybe that's why Jughead didn't do it. He's afraid he would go mad.
1: I I mean, I think that's a fair concern. (laughs) That would have been awesome though. there was a line where he's like, I'm going to have to be so careful when we go there because she's so crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Down that way madness leads.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I... This was once again. They should just have jugging on that first scene. This would have been fine if they're like, "Hey, could you go do that?" I know you weren't there last time. Blah blah blah. I mean, they they shouldn't say that, but yeah, but go do it. Now, now speaking of Abigail Cheryl, she's got her own stuff going on.
1: Yeah. So Abigail Cheryl decides to go see Tony, as we said, to get some blood. Mm-hmm. She does this by delivering some roses with thorns on them. But she can yeah. see that Tony is troubled, and she wants to know wherefore lies her sorrow.
0: Yeah. And so,
1: so Tony explains there's a lot of things happening in the town.
0: I'm not entirely sure the point of this scene. Like, Abigail learns that, that the, the ghoulies, ghoulies want to trying. kill Archie.
1: So she will subsequently, and let's just say that now... Just do it, yeah. She will dress up like a ghoulie and stand on a roof and throw a Molotov cocktail on Archie.
0: I need to make... Okay, this... I, I maybe I would save this as my CW one, but I can't because none of this makes sense at all. And I'll, we'll, we'll go through them piece by piece. Aaron, how do you feel about that? Let's do it. Let's begin with she's dressed as a ghoulie.
1: Why? If Archie's no gonna one else die. is there,
0: yeah. If she's going to kill the person, <laughs> why does it matter if she's a ghoulie? What What good, is the point good of question. that? Question. Good question. Two. I thought she needed a corpse. She doesn't get his body after she lights him on fire.
1: Well, she doesn't want his body. She just needs a body.
0: Yeah, but but she at that point she has a body. She got the I guess he was all burned up, and if we're going to do the whole thing where she shunted into him and then shunted into Tony later, I don't know. I'm like,
1: thinking if she, that maybe she's like, look, it was really hard to kill three of them at once. They obviously work together. Maybe I need to kill them like one at a time, and I'll take the corpse that's in the best shape afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, you know, not that, that. not that I want more Abigail, because I don't. Yeah, but maybe I needed her explaining that to Britta.
0: I she explains so much nonsense, and we have this entire scene where she her learning that like oh the ghoulies want to kill Archie makes no sense. She could be dressed as Abigail and throw a Molotov cocktail at Archie. She doesn't need to pretend to be a ghoulie. Going back to that, Archie immediately knows it's Abigail, or it's Cheryl. He hears her. And, and, and later he's like, yeah, Cheryl dresses a ghoulie through a Molotov <laughs> cocktail at me. So who would have been who? It's so dumb. Who is she dumb. doing this for? What, what is this plan? Kevin, this is very,
1: very, very Cheryl and Abigail, though. She's larping as a villain. She loves to it's, larp.
0: It's bad. Okay. Right, uh, let's check in with Reggie and his dad.
1: Okay, so they're at the dealership, and his dad is an even more broken man. Reggie walks into that dealership, and his dad's like, I lost it, lost the dealership, last night, not at the casino. I went to a private poker game. At that Italian restaurant from, like, season
0: two? No, no, that's the Italian restaurant from the flashback in season five.
1: Isn't that also the one from season two?
0: Um... It's, it has popped up a couple times. It's the restaurant that uh, when uh, Tabitha's parents came into town, they went to that restaurant. It was the one that the when Hiram was doing his old Join the Mafia thing, that was the restaurant. Maybe it was in season two.
1: It is the one where um, Hiram killed all those mafia guys when the train drove yeah. past. I cannot yeah, believe flashback. this restaurant still exists in this town.
0: It was, it, it was the one that... When uh when uh, when Tabas parents came by, they didn't want to eat a Pop Tate's. They want to go to the fancy restaurant, the uh, the Italian one. Yeah, it didn't make sense.
1: Didn't make sense that it stood then. Doesn't make sense that it stands now, but it does.
0: Uh, see, so he went there, and yeah, he lost his restaurant there. Now Reggie is going to go talk to uh uh to Veronica about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he go when he goes to talk to her about, it, I think we just do this all in one yeah. go. Uh, when she goes to talk to her about this, her. She's like, yeah, I guess I'll I'll talk to him, but you should talk to your is. Is it now time to tell your dad that he has a problem and cut him off?
1: And Reggie's and like, this... forget about it. I'll just fix it myself. How dare you say my dad has a gambling problem when your dad tried to destroy our entire town? He he
0: has he has a very
1: it's so reasonable, reasonable
0: thing there where he's like, hey, your dad is a million times worse than my dad ever was, and you hung up his portrait, and you want me to cut off my dad later when he tells her that he banned his his dad from babylonian she says that's not what she wanted so what did she mean by cut him off she never told him to cut him off like she, she wanted, does she,
1: no she wanted them to work together about reggie's dad's gambling addiction
0: in the scene she says are you gonna tell me as a problem and cut him off she uses the phrase cut him off she didn't she did
1: okay well. I think it's pretty, pretty clear that what Veronica wants is to get Reggie's dad help. However, Veronica's never got anyone in their life help, so <laughs> you can see why one wouldn't assume that. But this, this is very real. She's not trying to just, you know, kick him out and cut him off from their lives and cut them off from support. She's trying to get him help for his gambling addiction, and Reggie is in no emotional place to see that.
0: Yeah, yeah he's got... Other so stuff I think about. I think this
1: is actually a very rare situation on Riverdale where two characters are both in the right based on their own given circumstances.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, while that's going on, we do uh, see. Remember, remember from Rivervale? Remember the scene with L- Lola Rona? Mm-hmm.
1: And the, remember the one social worker who has been in every single season, Janet?
0: Yeah. So Jan is there checking on. Uh, Tony been doing a wellness check for baby Anthony. And Tony has a legitimate flash to the other reality. Yeah. She, which is a bad sign.
1: Yeah, that's not great. Thanks, Riverdale. I'm glad this is the storyline we're doing.
0: Cool, cool. Because she's like, oh, it's deja vu. So we're not done with that. We're not done with that other world. It's I mean, yeah. We kind of knew that, but still, it's it sucks. Now, I want to point out that Tony did... At the, she did think it was unsafe. Yes, like, she, she did.
1: And I'm not very... sure why she has, especially since she just found out from Fangs that Twyla is still planning a battle royale. I don't know why she would, to be honest, I don't know why she would ever let baby Anthony out of her sight. Like that baby it's would re- be sleeping next to me all the time.
0: It's weird to me. Well, I mean, because it's not also, safe, yes. it's not time for There's him no to come thing. back. Yeah, I, I don't understand why the baby's back. Like, why did she be like, "Oh, well, I guess now we're good for baby Anthony to come back"? Because
1: it's not like, resolved, and she literally just got information that it's even worse than she thought it was.
0: It's almost like she forgot why Kevin had baby Anthony. Like originally, I thought they were going to leave town, but whatever. Now uh, they, after this, they're like, "All right, well, let's go, let's go check on baby Anthony," and baby Anthony is gone.
1: He is super kidnapped, and so the FBI and the sheriff's office are running a search for him, but the civilians will also convene to run their own search, and this search is coordinated by Betty,
0: who is an FBI agent. No sense. And should be working with the FBI because she is the leader of their field office. Also, like, I understand the thing with the sheriff's department is that it is 100% compromised. Yeah, it's definitely corrupt. But if the you FBI trust the F- is fun, fine yeah I, I, because it's Betty's team like at least you at should least be
1: frame this as like the FBI is running their search but they need more help So what, let's bring the town together which is, which what is happens. how
0: these things yeah which is how these things actually work yeah and, and that's actually better because then you don't have like three different groups stepping on each other's toes once again, sheriff's Department clearly compromised but we yeah. don't have two different groups stepping on each other's toes Exactly. Now, we get this scene that I actually think is really sweet in a weird way for, like, Mm -hmm. Jughead. Of walking through. He walks through the mind reading and he hears all the people, like, being like, Tony's an unfit mother. Tony's an unfit mother. And I don't... Cole Sprouse plays this very interestingly by having Jughead be, like, accurately affected by What people are saying. Yeah, because I think he's probably heard this a lot about, like, his dad and his mom. Mm Mm-hmm. And like it's a very small moment, but I wanted to point it out because I think the actor does a very good job of just this one scene where he's like, Nope, uh, n- no the uh, the kidnapper's not here, but like you can tell he's been affected, he's affected by what by he heard. This.
1: Yeah, it was very, yeah. very good.
0: Yeah. Um, well, Archie's fine. I should let point it out. Oh yeah. He has obviously he got burned. Even his clothing seems fine. I think he's wearing the same clothing <laughs> as and he was there. He tells his friends he's like so. <laughs> Cheryl did do this. And then all he, well, this entire thing happens. They just go to Jughead and says, so you should really get over there. Like, it doesn't change anything. (laughs) Jughead was going to do the same thing anyways. But now Jughead's worried he's going to get killed.
1: So um, while the search is going on, Tony is just sitting in the white worm, obviously devastated. Yes. And she gets a phone call. And shocker of shockers, this phone call is
0: from Twyla. And then they make the weird decision of also revealing that Percival's just standing there. Holding the baby? Which is entirely unnecessary. Once again, the cool thing about Percival is he doesn't ever have to be there. Yeah, we we know. We know he's involved. So it's weird showing him. And then Twyla brings up something that I kind of want to discuss a little bit. All right. As she points out, what is the purpose of all this? Why is she calling uh, Tony? and Why does she want to do this weird rumble with her? It's because the winner gets Riverdale. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what that means.
1: Yeah. What is I, getting Riverdale? I don't know either. Because, like, all of the kingpins are gone.
0: Well, the thing is... And like, is- Realistically, in when when you see these shows with like gang members and you Mm. see these with crime families, the idea of getting a town is that that's the person who gets to run the drugs, that's the person who gets to take the protection payments from the businesses, that's the person who gets to do their operations in that city.
1: But the Serpents aren't doing any of that.
0: Yeah. So like it seems like the Serpents want the Ghoulies to leave, but that actually puts the Serpents on the same side as the police officers. As yeah, as like Percival and the FBI, all the people who don't just don't want the ghoulies there. So the problem is I don't know what the serpents want.
1: Because there is no way that this show would have Tony Topaz dealing drugs. Tony yeah. is not dealing drugs. Tony is not taking payments from businesses.
0: Yeah, so what does the serpent getting Riverdale look like? And because I don't know what it looks like, I don't get what the stakes are.
1: From what I can tell, the show doesn't know what Gangs is, and they're going to get to live there well, they, and they feel o- like they're big men, just yeah. like Father Mantle.
0: Yeah, they only know what the... They only know, like, it's a TV show that only knows the TV show version of of Gangs. And
1: they are unwilling to make the serpents <laughs> bad guys. We know this. They are unwilling yeah. to make the serpents bad guys.
0: Which wild in this episode where, once again, we full-on see the serpents as, like, gang, like, like, armed to the teeth, we're gonna go and have a shootout with these other people, like, gang members.
1: But, like, the only thing the serpents, the main serpents, there's always one bad serpent who wants to do, run drugs.
0: But specifically, they're the bad serpent.
1: The only thing the serpents ever want is for the bad guys to go away. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but we never know what, if the bad guys, if the bad guys went away, what would the serpents be? And I think the closest we got was when they were giving presents to disadvantaged children (laughs) in like season two. Right? Yeah.
1: I mean, the the only bad thing we have ever seen the serpents do... Is mess up the drive-in and be a little like I mean the main serpents. The serpents as a group have messed up the drive-in and been a little bit mean to Archie when he was prowling around their territory and tagging it.
0: And this 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 season is the perfect time to put the serpents in a good light because your police, your sheriff's department is legitimately compromised and corrupt. So to have the serpents be like, we are now the only ones actually keeping order in this town, which almost could have been what they were last season instead of being truckers, but they exactly. were truckers. So, so now,
1: so now they could become a vigilante group
0: like Archie. Well, they, they could become an actual like community protection group because the authority is not protecting the community the town, but yeah. Anyway, now, to- now Tony makes a deal that you return the baby and then we'll fight. So she lets Tabitha know, Hey, they're going to bring a baby by and then we're going to fight them.
1: And Tabitha's like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
0: What and that De- De- was like what is what does she even want like well she wants bragging rights cuz she took down me or the serpents or both and i'm like sure i don't think that's what she maybe that is what she wants but they should want something beyond that like once again to be able to sell drugs or to be able to gain
1: hustle down small business business owners yeah. such as yourself Ta-
0: because Tabitha. because that sets up a problem with the very next scene we're going to see where Reggie goes to visit the wise guys at the Italian restaurant.
1: So he walks on in there and he's like, hey, so uh, here you won my dad's business. How about I buy that back? And they're like, "Ah, oh, no, 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 no. You could give us $100,000 for the business, which the business should be worth more. But anyway.
0: It's a pretty terrible business. <laughs>
1: we, no, apparently very. Anyway, we've decided that we've been. Want to run our scams out of this business? We've been looking for a used car company in a weird small town that no one cares about for eons.
0: No, this what they're actually describing makes a lot of no, sense. No, it does.
1: It just doesn't make sense for Riverdale.
0: It's confusing. Yeah, yeah. But so they're exp- so they want to expand their operations into Riverdale. I presume because Hiram's not around anymore.
1: Yeah, and people still expect to go to Riverdale for mafia things.
0: Right. Pr- yeah, so they're going to expand their operations. As Reggie's like, well, you could be doing a uh, chop chop. You should do, you could be doing a cover for, um, a drug like you like. There's a lot of things you could be doing at this place. But the one thing I want to point out is the mafia now expanding into Riverdale, and are they going to take a lot? Like, are they going to be real happy that there's just a gang running drugs there? Because guess what that does? That brings, that brings like the law's eye on a town which i bet the mafia does not want eyes on
1: wouldn't the mafia want to put their thumb on that gang so the fbi leaves town
0: yeah like it's like i know like i the know ma-
1: Hiram played with the ghoulies but i don't think these guys want to
0: yeah it's wild to me that they're that they're treating the gang war and the mafia expanding in town as two different storylines when the, it now seems like the mafia wants to get Riverdale. Like these aren't unrelated things. These aren't they aren't different. We actually ignore that the entire time, the rest of the series, where whenever we had serpents and ghoulies stuff going on, but I guess mostly because Hiram, who was the mafia, kind of used the ghoulies. He used the ghoulies. The they were like
1: his thugs, and also the serpents aren't a gang. Yeah, that's true. So uh, now, um Reggie's Reggie is gonna comes be. Up with a... Sorry, go ahead.
0: Reggie comes up with a, with his pitch to them, which is that, hey, you need someone who could actually do the front. Like, you guys are – you guys have your operations, but I actually know how to run a car lot.
1: And you need a local guy helping you with local things.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it, it makes sense. Like, if you're going to hide a business behind a car dealership, you should have also the car dealership seem legit. And, and Reggie s- knows – How to run a car dealership.
1: And he explains that he's been doing mafia things essentially since he was a bootlegger as a teenager, which is true.
0: Yeah. So, like, yeah, Reggie's like, I'll I'll run the legit side. You guys do whatever you want. Just let me have this business. So, good. Reggie makes a better play than Veronica ever has. (laughs) Veronica
1: would have yelled and stormed out about her father's legacy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She would have been like, you are being unfair to blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Reggie's like, no, I know how to play this game.
1: So, in a weirder storyline, Jughead arrives at Thornhill and Britt opens yeah. the door and she's like, "Oh, you can't talk to Cheryl because in her head she's like, magic. There's magic. There's so much magic here." Incantation.
0: I'm, I'm so disappointed about this scene. It's so disappointing that Jughead never gets the Abigail cuz I wanted her to I want him to read both the thoughts at once. Yeah, it was such have been a cool so scene. Cool. When he realizes that, Abigail, that there are two thoughts in Abigail's mind, and then he could have figured out for himself. Instead, Britta tells him the whole story. In everything. her head. And I'm like, I guess it's cool. Like, this isn't really... I, I kind of wish that Britta had been more active? present and active in her escape from this terrible situation. I
1: also, like, I understand they wanted to do this cool joke i'd being like, oh, you can't tell me something maybe think it really loudly, but I think they could have saved that for a different storyline and a different issue later
0: on. And, and give us the one time we could ever have Jughead read two thoughts in one mind. That was the first thing I thought when I saw Jughead in the scene, like, oh my God, he's going to notice that there are two thoughts in Abigail's mind, or Cheryl's mind, and it's going to be cool. And then they didn't do it. People.
1: Speaking also, of, or so bad.
0: Also, I want to point out that Britta says wildly in this scene, oh, I can't I can't you know, I can't no, I can't do any of these things. Abigail can tell when I'm lying. Like, no, she can't. (laughs) No, you lied to her so many times. Since when? You keep giving her that tea, Britta. (laughs) You've drugged her so many times. You've gotten you've gotten things over on Abigail. So many times. What do you mean she can tell when you're lying?
1: Wouldn't it have been cool if Britta had, like, somehow figured out that Jughead could read thoughts and so, like, brought him to Cheryl, Abigail?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of times where, where, like, Britta could have been more active and we could have had a cool scene with Jughead, but instead Jughead gets (laughs) info-dumped. And he's like, okay, you be cool. I'm gonna go and get some help.
1: So another person who's getting info-dumped is tabitha who's waiting for that phone call or waiting for that baby to be delivered and she overhears the dumbest cop in the history of the world complaining to kevin they're gonna
0: be on the turkey shoot and tabitha's
1: like excuse me
0: hold on a second <laughs> y'all know that i'm on the clip. <laughs> i'm on the council guys hey idiots <laughs> this 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 dude named walker is the dumbest person in existence. So, <laughs> so it's so a tra- true. So it's a trap. Tabitha calls Tony. And is like, hey, it's a trap. So they're they're like, okay, well, we gotta get out. Of it. But before they're able to, so more police than last time. There so many like fifteen police now. So many cops arrive, and you get it's a, it's a very terrifying. Like Tony's like, everyone, you gotta put your guns down. Which for me, I'm like, yes, good. But the fact that you had this is a full. On, this is the first time a full-on gang. Full they've on. never
1: had guns before. Remember when Reggie <laughs> had that gun in season three, and it was shocking that it, someone near a serpent had a gun.
0: Yeah, but no, no, they have so they have shotguns, they have rifles, there's so many things. So as he put it down. Percival tries to convince the police
1: that they're that that resisting the arrest.
0: Are resisting arrest.
1: Before he can do that. There's one thing.
0: He didn't he did not expect.
1: He didn't expect this to be the year of our Lord 2022 and Tony Topez is live streaming this.
0: She has a phone. She has a phone. Um I would say now a couple things. So Percival's definitely from the past, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Forgetting she has a phone is wild. Um two, this really confirms me that there's got to be something more to his mind control than just talking to someone. Or else he could have just told the serpents to resist arrest.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Rather than telling the police that the serpents that are, they resisting, are arrest. resisting arrest. But thankfully, no one gets killed. So that's good. Uh, we got a quick scene with Reggie just being like, I handled everything. it. I handled it
1: and was like uh, rawr, rawr, rawr. Rawr,
0: rawr, rawr. <laughs> yeah they both just grumble at each other it's great
1: <laughs> so Kevin there's a decision to be made
0: will oh, the yes. trio
1: go to a town council meeting that sounds very important or will they go save Cheryl because I guess this is immediate
0: is this is, is this really a decision
1: <laughs> look they should go to the town council right
0: well, the problem is that they said is when the blood moon... Oh, like, yeah. Oh, they have to on the on the blood moon.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they couldn't go to the council meeting and then do the thing with the blood moon, right? Like, the moon's up all night.
0: It's all, it's all up all night to get lucky.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway,
1: they picked the moon. They, they want to get the moon, lucky the, now.
0: The moon, yeah. Uh, now, so their plan is that Betty will go to Ab- Abigail, Cheryl... Ups, upset that Archie got burned alive by a ghoulie which just reaffirms to me that's like yeah Cheryl or Abigail did not hang out to see what happens no she just walked away now in this scene she's like clearly got to figure out a way to kill Betty so she turned around and like well come inside I hate that Abigail calls her cousin I feel like they should have done more to have Abigail have a different vocal yeah, cues Abigail than talks
1: exactly like Cheryl except for that she wants more butter in her beer
0: yeah, like there should have been more subtle things where it's like and the easiest one to not have her call Betty cousin,
1: especially because so, she only knows Beatrice Cooper who is not related to her.
0: Beatrice Cooper cannot possibly be related to her, Kevin. It's impossible. I I know, I know. I, I just I my my sigh was me forgetting that <laughs> that was one of our initial problems was that those should be the same family. <laughs> we were so distracted by thomasina topaz this this show does things like that where it'll do something insane and they'll do something more insane so you forget the original insane thing it's So true. i completely forgot they should be related <laughs> maybe they are i don't know oh, okay now, so she
1: turns around to lead her husband to her. her home yeah
0: i gotta wish that she drugged that betty like put the cloth over her mouth and she was like like, haha, ha, joke's on you. I've been being poisoned for the past week.
1: <laughs> no I need more poison than that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So, uh, so well, Tony's in jail.
1: Percival Pickens going to come visit her, and he's like, so, well, your bail was posted by Tabitha. You'll get out tomorrow. tomorrow. It's uh, really threatening. Don't worry. I found all those ghoulies, and I found your baby, and I had to kill all of the ghoulies to get your baby back.
0: He doesn't say I. He doesn't say I. <laughs> he's not being like, <laughs> he is explaining the police found. The police found your baby with the ghoulies. He's not saying that he, he went charging in there like bad boys. <laughs> okay, let's be real, though. He did. He did. Yeah, obviously he did. Now, he he's like, oh, yeah, they got the baby back. But unfortunately, all the ghoulies were killed. Except and for one. Except for Twyla. one, Twyla. And you know what? I Great thanks to the a- a- actress for telling Topaz. Can't remember her name. Uh, but her, when, when learning all the ghoulies are dead and Twyla escapes, just goes, Ugh, that makes sense. Like, yeah, <laughs> she doesn't care that all the ghoulies are dead. she was going to kill them anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and then when she's like, hey, where's the baby? He's like, don't worry. The baby's safe. With his father.
1: And I'm just gonna say I called it then that baby is never going back to Tony. That baby is Kevin's baby. <laughs>
0: so the thing that gets me about this is it doesn't work both meta and in universe. Meta-wise, why did the baby go back to Tony just yeah. for this storyline to happen, for her to lose it again? But then in the universe, why did did Percival have Kevin give the kid back? So that only this to could take happen? <laughs> I guess is the idea is that he wanted, he wanted to he torture somehow wanted to...
1: Tony emotionally, I guess. He wanted to break her hoping, down so that she hoping would hoping
0: that she'll leave? demonstrate a I'm think or hoping that she'll demonstrate a power?
1: Oh maybe. Maybe. I don't know.
0: All right, so Abigail wakes up and she's on a stake because apparently the way this spell works has to be very strange.
1: Okay, so the way that this dumb spell dumb works is they tie her to a stake and they set yeah. her on fire and then they recite that she needs to get out of Cheryl's body. Yeah, Betty... I, and Betty is a part of it?
0: We skipped over... I mean, they're all there. We But skipped Betty over is a, doing
1: the magic.
0: Yeah, it's weird that Betty... Betty is so weirdly aggressive. It's like they wanted us to decide that... Betty and Abigail have some very specific grievance with each other because she specifically, when they're like, "Oh, you're gonna," they being Abigail and Cheryl, yeah. but I guess it's Abigail. "Oh, you're gonna burn me again," and Betty goes, "As many times as it takes, bitch." I'm like, "What? What? Why? <laughs> what is your specific problem with Abigail?"
1: I mean, Abigail going like, to tell her. She,
0: yeah, well, and, like, yeah, like, yeah. it's it's just, like, like, yes, I guess it's weird to say what is her problem, because, yeah, she tried to kill her and then try to kill Archie. But,
1: okay, a well, lot of people have tried to kill Betty, so... I don't know. She's not it burning just, all of
0: them. It, the, the way Betty says it sounds like Abigail has been a thorn thorn in her side for years.
1: You know, maybe this is some misplaced aggression towards Cheryl. <laughs>
0: uh, and then, yeah, then they do a magic spell, and everyone's just total, totally fine with it. Like, yeah. we don't get any... Like, Betty's the one who reads it out, which... Should give that to Britta. Should give well, no, that Britta's, to Britta. Well, no, Britta's
1: saying it as well. Britta hasn't memorized.
0: Oh, good. good. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Britta and Nana Rose and Betty all say it, and Archie and Jughead stare, and Abigail yeah. screams a lot, and then it kind of gets intercut with um, Percival, Percival getting emergency elected onto the town council. <laughs>
0: which which makes him the only elected member of the council.
1: <laughs> it's then, weird that he
0: wants... to Want to be on the council? We talked about this a few times. I don't know why he's so obsessed with getting authority.
1: Yeah, he doesn't need to be on the council if he can control he, the council. Like he should yeah. be putting a puppet on the council.
0: Speaking of a puppet, so what happens to Abigail is they take her spirit, and they I don't know why in they that do this. Julian doll. Yeah, why don't they just like and then burn, like kill it, like do something to just get that like, to destroy her? She's n- they're treating her like she is like an. A lich who cannot be destroyed, who will exist throughout time and can only be bound. She's not. She's just a. She's just a spirit. She's just. Well, she's just a woman from, from 190 <laughs> or 1895. Like yeah. She's. She's not even supposed to be a grand witch. Us, in the story uh, we saw.
1: Yeah. In ne- either of the stories, neither of the stories was she a very good witch. One of them, she was not a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one, she was just learning how to do a little bit of witch.
0: Yeah. All right, anyway. Well, Tony gets baby Anthony back for like a minute.
1: But Kevin, he's going to fight for primary custody. And since both Fangs and Tony have been arrested in the past week, yeah. he's going to get baby Tony back.
0: And uh, the problem I have is as I was saying throughout all this, this makes sense for Kevin to do because. It like,
1: is he, his child. And they and are raising that child in a, Bad, unsafe circumstance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. From his perspective, it's like, it's like this makes a lot of sense, but we always have to cut to Percival standing off to the side. So having the vague mind control guy or doing these storylines and having vague mind control powers guy means like I don't know how much is Kevin
1: being, yeah.
0: Yeah. Of course, of
1: course, it's Kevin Frigg.
0: All right. So, uh we have what the uh, reveal of the episode. The, the reveal of the of the of the Riverdale century. Mr. Mantle, he's hanging out with the wise guys. He's having fun. And then I think we flash back to before even this episode started. Yeah, I believe so. To Reggie meeting with a
1: doctor. His dad's doctor. And they learn that, uh, that doctor
0: and he learns
1: his dad is on a transplant plant list. But it doesn't seem very likely that he's going to get anything because he's an older man. He has bad habits. He's just—he's yeah, not like, just not a high priority on the transplant list, which is a true yeah. sad thing. And um, without getting a transplant, he only has a year, maybe two, to live.
0: And then when when Reggie's like, "Well, then what do I do?" The doctor says, "Just make sure he enjoys this year." And so everything Reggie has been doing this episode was because he just wants. His dad to have one fun year, and, and like that knowing
1: is, everything we know about Reggie and his dad, and
0: and so I good. I I don't think they're gonna f- carry along with this. I I really. I mean, obviously it's gonna carry on, but I don't think we're gonna get Reggie getting as much screen time as he deserves to go through this thing. Where like, because. This is like he's joining the mafia
1: to give his to, dad one or two good years.
0: Yeah, and like that would be an interesting story as he like decides how far am I willing to he we are we couldn't get the Veronica and her darkness story. We're getting Reggie and how dark he's going to go to ensure that his dad has a good final year of his life his dad who he has such a complicated relationship with
1: you could make an entire limited series on Netflix about Reggie and his dad in these circumstances
0: yeah like this is a very interesting storyline that deserves to be in a better show it won't get any focus as much as it should we're gonna go back to Veronica and like Reggie's relationship with his father is way more complicated and endearing than Veronica's with her dead dad
1: And the most infuriating thing, and like, absolutely, I want to see more women having good storylines on TV. Yeah. They are going to make this storyline of Reggie's about how it impacts Veronica. And it's going to be a bad storyline, because they don't know how to give Veronica good storylines.
0: Yeah, yeah. They set up all the father stuff so that somehow this is going to be that thing, I don't know. Okay, so this, so
1: this show is still not done.
0: Yeah, we gotta wrap up quickly. <laughs> We've been going along.
1: So, Betty gets a phone call from Dr. Curdle Jr., because why not? And yep. he has been looking at all of those ghoulie bodies, and he's like, Okay, so the sheriff said that they, that the sh- police officers shot the ghoulies. The ghoulies all shot themselves, Betty. And Betty's like,
0: "My thi- Huh. Here's what I'm going to say. Does it matter?
1: I mean, Percival like, should have just made the police
0: officers shoot them, right? Well, no, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter who shot them. Percival did. Like
1: No, but Percival it does matter it. because it gives Betty evidence that the police officers didn't do it.
0: That I mean, yes, I guess that is... I, I guess it's so that Betty can know that Percival did it, not just Tony. Because Tony does suspect that Percival at least, like, pushed things to yeah. the Julie's... Though she doesn't know about the whole mind control thing. She just thinks that he's being weird. I guess this is specifically so that Betty can be 100% sure oh it was Percival, rather than just suspect it was Percival. and
1: this does kind of give her a little bit of a legal leg to stand on later if she needs to with the fbi the show oh, will not man. pick this up in a yeah, better show
0: I yeah i don't i don't think we're going to get that coming up again that there anyway so back at the at thornhill they seal abigail in the bo- in the julian doll away they also gave it i think a wig
1: yeah they gave it long hair so now you know it's a girl Thanks, show a girl doll <laughs> um and Cheryl declares that they have to now tend the internal flame so that abigail's spirit can never come back
0: what are we, are we just going to ignore that rose is the reason all this happened and rose did it we're on just going to ignore that yeah like Ro- rose Rose turned against Abigail not because she didn't like what Abigail was doing, but because Abigail locked her away. So Rose Rose
1: is a little bit crazy too. She could change her mind at any time.
0: Well, well, there's no reason that Rose won't just want to try to kill Cheryl again to rule over to get Riverdale, whatever that means. So, but they're all weirdly chill with Rose, and I cannot be chill with Rose. (laughs) So... It needs to be stopped. The show is still not done. We got one last scene.
1: In this last scene, the trio, you know, reconvene and are like, you know, we only half won this. Like, yes, we saved Cheryl and that's cool. But we did lose a piece of our town to Percival.
0: Yeah, because he's now on the, the, what are they going to do if they were at the...
1: They'd be the three people who vote against it. Yeah. But you know what? Archie wrote that charter. Maybe it has to be unanimous.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, because like they, they're able to get an an election that has to be unanimous.
1: <laughs> it's Ugh. Archie, or maybe Archie runs to the charter that his boat has like extra weight.
0: Yeah, because he's the king of Riverdale. Yeah. Now, I I need this part to be read out. Almost verbatim But I need to understand What they say next They try to figure out What Percival is up to Is he like like
1: Hiram? Is he trying to Rule Riverdale?
0: Does he want to take over the town? Like Hiram? And then Archie goes No, I don't think Percival Wants to take over Riverdale He wants to destroy it Then in my head I'm like So like Hiram
1: (laughs) Hiram already did that,
0: Archie Two seasons ago Hiram wanted to destroy Riverdale that was Hiram's plan. He
1: <laughs> he made it stop being a town.
0: I don't he never wanted to rule Riverdale. He wanted to be in charge so he could destroy it. Man, that was Hiram's plan. Do you Kevin, still not understand Hiram's plan?
1: This town is going to feel so dumb when they realized <laughs> that they didn't want a mayor anymore because, you know, Hiram took advantage of them. And now they elected someone else who's just going to take advantage of them. Boy, are these <laughs> townspeople going to feel dumb.
0: Hi, right, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. The other episode, did you find yourself a CW moment?
1: I did, and luckily it's something we talked about, so it can be quick.
0: Yeah, um, a long one.
1: Yeah, it is the fact that Betty was in charge of the civilian search for the baby <laughs> instead of the FBI search. There is that the, it's not logical in any way, shape, or form. She, it was she, just for drama.
0: She leads the field office.
1: Yeah, she, <laughs> she leads the field office. She's already in charge of. They could have worked together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, don't work with the Sheriff's Department, but the FBI have been treated as the good guys, so...
1: Uh, Kevin, did you find a CW moment?
0: Yeah, and you know what? I just got to give it to Abigail, dressing up as a ghoulie. Like, <laughs> she had that scene where she the ghoulies want to kill Archie, which was insane, because she wanted to kill Archie. But who was she doing that for? Who was that for? Hey, there was no one there. No one else saw. No one <laughs> No one knew. And then she just left. She just left his corpse there I guess well, Kevin, when she wanted a body
1: maybe she didn't want him badmouthing her around the ghost world <laughs>
0: what <laughs> you know you have to explain what you just said to me well
1: she's a ghost and yes. if he died he would become a ghost but she's and, not
0: a ghost I mean
1: well, you know she has been a ghost and what if he was a ghost and he was like oh man Cheryl Blossom set me on fire no no what? now he's going around the ghost world being like man some ghoulie set me on fire
0: <laughs> yeah I mean what if, what if he tells Thomasina's ghost Exactly. If she did that.
1: (laughs) Then she might not like her.
0: So we're definitely going to see Abigail. She's definitely going to be the end of the season thing, right? Yeah,
1: she's going to come back for like the last three episodes. It's going to be infuriating. She'll be in Betty's body or something.
0: We heard terrible rumor that Sabrina will return in the real world, which sucks. I don't think at this point I need to explain why it sucks. It's been six years of this and you get it.
1: why, Why is this show this show?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Dear audience, if you can tell us why the show is the show, please hit us up on the social medias. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And, uh, oh, we're struggling here, so give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions to make us feel a little bit better about the show we're watching. You can give it to us on Apple Podcast or your podcaster, Catcher of Choice.
0: You can also check out my books. They're available at kevinweirbooks.com.
1: And I'm over at aflimsyplan.com.
0: And we will see you next week.
1: Why does Percival want to destroy Riverdale?
0: Will Abigail return?
1: So, if there aren't any ghoulies, are the serpents still a gang?
0: us all some more on the next episode of Mishaw Sires and Abs.
1: A teen drama fan cast?